Welcome to the Neighborhood Church Podcast. We are so thankful that you are listening in. The Neighborhood Church is all about helping people find and follow Jesus. We hope that through these podcasts you are encouraged, that you're inspired, and that you're provided with practical wisdom on how to find and follow Jesus. We hope that you enjoy today's podcast. 27 days until Christmas. 20, I, I just love Christmas time. 27 days until Christmas. Always, always have loved Christmas. I love uh, the uh, excitement of seeing a young child discovering the beauty and fascination of Christmas for the first time. I love cousins getting together <laughs> with grandpa. I love gathering around the Christmas table and eating more food than you should eat in three days. And yes, that's a picture of me and Pastor Donna, my good wife, in younger years. I love uh, meeting with my father-in-law, who's now with Jesus, my mother-in-law, and praying together during the Christmas season. I love Christmas programs. I loved our Christmas Eve services. But Christmas, my friends, is much more than holiday time. Christmas is much more than turkey. Christmas is more than family gatherings. Christmas is more than sticky toffee pudding. Christmas is much, much bigger than that. We read in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1, everything on earth has its own time and its own season. I like the way that reads in today's English version. Everything that happens in this world happens at the time God chooses. God, my friends, is in control. God is even in control, not just this Christmas season, but God is in control in this COVID season. Everything that happens in this world happens at the time God chooses. And we read this beautiful promise in Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5, out of the contemporary English version, when the time was right. When the time was right, when the time was right, God sent his son. And a woman gave birth to him, his son obeyed the law, so he could set us free from the law, and we could become God's children. Ernie, we rejoice with you today on the freeing work of Jesus Christ in your heart and in your life. That's what Jesus came to do. He came to set us free so we could become 
God's children. We read this beautiful story, uh, uh, writing, recording the first Christmas in Luke chapter 2. Verses 8 to 11, in the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you news of great joy, which will be for all the people for today in the city of David. There has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, at just the right time. At just the right time, the Savior was born. Easy to say it, but I want to remind you that Jesus is the hope of a very troubled world. Jesus came to be the Savior, the Redeemer, the Rescuer, the one who set us free. And we come with a message of love and a message of joy and a message of hope. In this Christmas season where terrorism seems to be on the increase, lawlessness is increasing, the pandemic seems to be gaining momentum, people are filled with great loneliness and anxiety, economic Instability seems to be rising. But the hope for us is Jesus. Jesus. Jesus came to be the Savior of the world. I think it's time for us to put Christ back in Christmas. Christmas is much more than a holiday. Christmas is the story of our Savior showing up at just the right time. Just the right time. Timing's so important. They say what separates mediocre leaders from great leaders is timing. Leaders who are great know the right time to do something. Their, their timing is in sync uh, with the needs of the nation or the people they lead and they serve. Great leadership is based on great timing at just the right time. It's possible to do the right thing at the wrong time and it blows up in your face. Ever done that? It's possible to even say the right thing at the wrong time. Husband's feeling a little frisky. It's not quite the time to say, uh, 
Did you pay the power bill? There's a right time to say the right thing. Jesus came at just the right time. Comedians, it's all about timing. I can listen to a comedian uh, on the web and they'll get the crowd rolling in laughter and I'll say, I'll use that tomorrow in church and I'll get up and I'll do it and everybody stares at me with a blank face. What's the difference? They understand timing. God showed up at just the right time. (laughs) little baseball, two and three-quarter inches around. Batter's box about that far away. And you know, I can take a two and three-quarter inch ball and I can actually throw it far enough that it gets to the batter box. But I'm not good enough pitcher to even be asked to pitch a second inning at the church picnic. There are people, there are people who get paid $80 million a year for picking up that two and three quarter inch ball and, and throwing it the same length like, what's the difference? It's timing. It's timing. At just the right time, at just the right time, God showed up. Galatians chapter 4 and verse number 5. When the time was right, when the time was right, God sent his son, and a woman gave birth to him. His son obeyed the law so he could set us free from the law, and we could become God's children at just the right time. God showed up. Acts chapter 1 and Verse number seven is not for you to know the times or epochs which the Father is fixed by his own authority. That's written in some uh, older version. Let me read it to you out of the message here. You don't get to know the time. Timing is the Father's business. You don't get to know the time. Timing is the Father's business. Some of you have lost hope. Some of you have lost faith. Some of you feel like giving up on any number of things because it's not happening quick enough. I want you to know that God always shows up at just the right time. Just the right. We try all kinds of things, silly things, really ridiculous things to figure out when things are going to happen, tarot cards and palm reading and tea leaves and astrology. Forget all that. Put your hope in him. Put your hope in him at just the right time. God always shows 
up at just the right time. Just the right time God sent his son. Christ is our hope. Christ is our hope. Unto us is born the Savior. And it's the time. It's the time to say a great big yes to God. Christmas is the time to say a great big yes to God. Firstly, it's always the right time to come back home to God. It's always the right time to to come home to God, come back to God. I was doing a little reading uh, Friday night uh, in bed, often read before I fall asleep. And uh, I was reading a book by John Ortberg where he quotes uh, Dallas Willard. And Dallas Willard said this, and I share it with you. I'm thoroughly convinced that God will let everyone into heaven who, in his considered opinion, can stand it. God will let you in if, if he thinks you can stand it. There's something you need to be thinking about here. Some of you say, I can't wait to get to heaven. Can't wait. But you show very little interest in his presence down here. You pursue more and more temporary gain and think very little about eternal things. You're piling up money in bank accounts and you're not laying up treasures in heaven. You know God's called us to his presence and to holy living, but a little dab of sin here and a little another dab there, and pretty soon they're bigger dabs, and then they're huge dabs of sin, and doesn't bother us at all. What, what makes you think you really want to be in heaven? where you'll spend eternity in his presence or there's no sin. Only the holiness of God. Of course, we don't get it all perfect down here, but I think Dr. Willard has something here that we should be thinking about. I'm thoroughly convinced that God will let everyone into heaven who, and this is in God's considered opinion, can stand it. Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5, when the time was right, <laughs> when the time was right, God sent his son. Friends, God has sent his son for you already. Are you loving him as you should? Are you pursuing him as you should? Are you delighting in his presence? Now, 
Now, my friends, is the right time to find your way back to God. I, I, I love this book. And I'm deeply intrigued by the fact that 700 years before Jesus came, when the time was right, God sent his son, but 700 years before Jesus came, Isaiah is so in touch with the heart of God and the presence of God and the plans of God, the timing of God, that he pens these words. 700 years before it happens, let me read it to you. He was despised and forsaken of man, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and like one from whom men hide their face, he was despised and we did not esteem him surely our griefs he himself bore and our sorrows he carried yet we esteemed him stricken smitten of God and afflicted but he was pierced through for our transgressions he was crushed for our iniquities the chastening for our well-being fell upon him and by his scourging we are healed 700 years you given up 700 years before it happened Isaiah knew it was a coming at just the right time God sent his son maybe you haven't found your way back home maybe you haven't said yes to returning to him maybe you've been running from him drifting from him God's heart is wide open to your return. <laughs> Get to the next chapter of Isaiah 54 in verse number 7, and, and we read this in the Passion Translation. With tender feelings of love, I will gather you back to me, friends, when you make that journey back to him. God's not going to beat you. God's not going to beat you. He's going to open his heart and his hands wide to you with feelings of tender love and gather you back to himself. Now, my friends, now, my friends, is the time to find your way back to him. And secondly, secondly, it's always the right time to accept the saving grace of Jesus. It's a foolish thing to procrastinate. Now is always the right time to accept the saving grace of Jesus. I don't care if you're Buddhist or Baptist, Mormon or Methodist, Muslim, or Mennonite, Catholic or Pentecostal, agnostic or atheist. Now, my friends, is the right time. Now is the right time to accept the saving grace of Jesus. Christmas is much more than a holiday. 
Christmas is much more than turkey. Christmas is much more than mincemeat tarts. Christmas is much more than the new sweater underneath the Christmas tree. It's much more than family ski trips. Christmas is about Jesus coming. I don't know about you, but I think Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. And I have a theory why the world feels so different in December. I think the world feels so different in December because we're opening just a tiny crack, some some wide open, but we open our world just a little bit, a little tiny crack to Jesus. Think about him, sing about him. The one who's come to the one who's come to bring joy, joy to the world. First Timothy chapter two. He gave himself to pay for everyone to be free. This is the message that was given to us at just the right time. At just the right time, Jesus came. And he came to bring us freedom. Oh, Ernie, I celebrate. I celebrate what God has done in your heart. What God has done in your life. He set you free, but he set all of us free. And if you haven't found your way back to him and you've been drifting and you've been wandering, today is the right time to say, Father, I'm coming back. Maybe you've never got to the place where you've even accepted the great gift of Jesus' saving grace. You've never invited Christ to be the hope of your life. Now, my friends, now is the right time. Would you pray with me? Would you pray with me? Would you stand if you're in the church building today and we pray? Would you put your hand on your heart if you need to find your way back to him? Would you put your hand on your heart if you've, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ and his saving grace? And pray this prayer with me. Oh God, I come now. God, I come now. Lord, I open my heart up to you and I say a big yes to you. Accept everything you've done for me. I want to live and walk and enjoy your presence. I receive your forgiveness. And Lord, I want to be absolutely free in you. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. And amen. Oh, friends, this is more than a holiday. This is more than a holiday. If today you prayed that prayer for the first time, a little later in the service, we're going to talk to you about uh, connecting with us on a Connect card. Let us know you've prayed that prayer. Most important thing you can do in your life is say a great big yes to God. We are so thankful that you've listened in to the Neighborhood Church Podcast. If you have questions or comments about what you've heard, we would love to hear from you. 
go to the podcast description and follow the link to get in touch with us. Everything we do would not be possible without your generosity. If you would like to give, check out that same link in the podcast description. If you have enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. Thank you again for listening. God bless you.